<laughs> Y'all know what that means. Here we are. New Year's Eve, the end of 2020. It's your boy, Mr. 50%, on here with the other 50%, my guy Abe. And you guys know who we are, the Osa and Abe podcast show situationship. Here we are. Bro, we're really at the end of the year. Yeah, it's crazy. It's legit crazy. Like, it's shocking. (laughs) Wow, today is New Year's Eve. In a few hours, it will be January 1st, 2021. Like, also, it means birthday month for the LaWall family. All three three of the four siblings all have our birthday this month, you know? So I'm excited. Bro, that's a trip. Yeah, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's a lot going on there. Yeah, it's a lot. So, you know, the 4th, the 7th, and the 27th, you know? Wow. I'm last. I'm last in the month, so I got to wait a little bit. That's okay, though. We're going to turn up for your birthday. We're going to turn up here. We're going to turn up here on the program. It's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be lit. I'm excited for it, bro. Looking back at the year, though, man, I know we've been doing our little top 10 countdown, but for you, what's been, I don't know, if you could could just nail or drill down on one thing, what would be like your big takeaway for 2020? Um, Shoot. With everything that's gone, gone around, especially in regards to social media, I've actually been thinking about this question a lot, ironically, so it's funny that you that you brought this up. I'm stuck on mind the business that pays you and never let in never let in your uh, circumstances defeat you, you know, because it, it has been a really tough year for a lot of people in more ways than one. But out of 2020 what we've seen out of 2020 is a lot of people taking that opportunity and making an opportunity to just elevate themselves create their own brands to create their own identity uh a lot of black owns and small businesses overall have been created just because of this pandemic you know because people all they had was time on their hand and they got to they got creative and so that's so so dope to see that, you know, people making uh, fancy cups, people making clothing, people making fashion, people making makeup, health uh, health supplies, beauty supplies. It's so dope that we saw an influx of small businesses start to uh, pop up and to it continue to grow. And then, like I mentioned before, minding the business that pays you. You know, we also saw a lot of clout chasing, a lot of people. A lot. Oh, so much. A lot of people with that additional free time using it to care about what other people are doing rather than what's going on in their own lives. And so um, it's it's I don't know who coined that phrase, mind the business that pays you. But, you know, it's it's an important, important thing. So I'm stuck on those two for sure. And I feel like it depends on uh, my mood, you know, <laughs> depends on my mood any given day. which one I'm feeling like mind the business that pays you or continue to create out of out of no matter what your situation is. What about you? Man, I think it would be three. Three of them things. Um, I think from a faith perspective, uh, the notion that God can get a lot more done in your rest than you can in your grind. Um, we live in a, a a culture and a society where it's crazy. We wear overwork like it's a badge of honor. 
Um, we were, you know, oh man, I have all these things on my plate and I'm so worn out and I pulled an all nighter and I'm up at this time and I'm, and I get, you know, grinding is, it's, you need it for, for a time, but it can't be your, your number one. If, if we're talking gear shift, it can't be the only gear you're on. Cause if you keep grinding only on that gear, you're going to end up like bad breaks, really grinding. Um, so so that, that, that rest is so necessary. And honestly, the way the pandemic hit, I think it forced a lot of, I'll speak for myself. It forced me into a space where I had to take rest seriously and take slowing down seriously. So there are little things that I do now to, to help slow down and, and be present. Cause that's the other thing is rest forced you to be present. So it's not just well, I'm not doing this thing, but I'm doing something else. But no, I'm fully present in the moment and allowing myself to disconnect. So, I mean, you know, for example, Saturday is my day. That's, you're not going to hear from me on a Saturday if you do, you know, consider yourself lucky. But I disconnect from everything. I, I, on my my phone, on, uh, on the recent Android update, it put in this thing called, uh, focus mode. Um, and so I, I programmed uh, two different modes, one for me time and the other one for uh, for work time. And so what it enables you to do is you can select what apps you actually have that are available while you're in that mode. So when it, when I got it on me time, me time is running for a minimum of 24 hours all day Saturday, maybe even to most uh, a good chunk of Sunday morning and no social media available. Um no, no shopping app. So I'm not out there on the sneakers app. I'm not out there on goat. Um, so I can just be focused and present and just, uh, really disconnect and, and rest my mind. So number one, God can get more done in, in your rest than he can in, uh, than you can in your grind. The second I would say is this, is that, uh, you're not always going to find resolution, um, in a situation, but you can build resolve to get through it. Um, if uh, I'll be honest, when the pandemic started, I thought, cool, by the end of summer, we'll be out of this dog. We are nine months later, right? And still no quote unquote resolution in sight. But I can say that for myself and and I know Abe talking to you and just just collecting stories from people and and, and talking to folk throughout the past nine months, there's been a, a resolve that's been built in people to to continue pressing on despite the circumstances. It has been a hard year. I can say January through December, at least one month, uh, one I, I can say at least per every month, I've known someone who's passed. And that's, I mean, that's that's rough. But yeah. we yeah, may not get resolution to all these things, um, even with the vaccine coming out, but you can't find resolve to continue pressing on. And uh, the last thing I would say is this, and I heard it today, actually, and it really... I thought it was dope. Um, I heard it from Ayanna Presley. Um, she's a congresswoman out of Massachusetts. Our uh, our uh, fellow SSAW brethren, Brian Louise, put me. Uh, he speaks highly of her. Um, if you want to hear some good things about the sport of soccer, check out Reformed Hooligans. Brian on there, straight facts. But Ayanna Presley said this in relation to um, her this year. Uh, basically coming out as having alopecia and uh because she you know worn twists and wigs and as her hair began to fall out she was really concerned about it because especially for a black woman uh hair is a real thing right so she comes out uh she came out did a whole video about it and, and everything to share you know that she was now bald 
And she made this statement during, she said, the reason I'm doing this is not just for me to hold space, but to help create space. And I thought that was such a money statement. We're not out here just to hold space, um, but we're here to create space. And I think that's one thing I, I love about where our growth has gone this year um, in this podcast is we've moved from a level of, of holding space for certain conversations and really turned a corner uh, like we talked about in, in countdown episodes two and three. We turned a corner to really helping create space. And so every guest that you've seen or heard on this program, folks, and every guest that you will see in here going forward in the future our guests that we have brought on because we're creating space and we're creating space for the small business. We're creating space for um, the thinker. We're creating space for this, as much as I don't like this term, the influencer, like we are creating space. And that is my encouragement to you. And I'll probably say it before the end of this program is in whatever sp- uh, arena you find yourself in, don't just hold space for, for conversations or uh, hold space just to hold the door open for folks, but really create space um, because creating space, that's where legacy um, is birthed. And that's where legacy is born is when you begin to create space for those uh, to come in and continue what you've already started. Absolutely. Especially since they open doors of opportunities, you know, it's not what we were looking for, but these these future opportunities that we're going to be taking advantage of and enjoying in 2021, they don't happen if we don't create the space for uh, these creators, for these creatives, for these people who uh, have such influence, positive influence, and have such knowledge to share and advice and wisdom. So it makes us that much more excited. You know, this is the end of the 2020 uh, uh, <laughs> year, but volume one is going to come out with you faster, harder, better, you know, it's just the amount of stuff that we have planned is so exciting. Um, We're just so fortunate, so blessed. So overall, you know, one thing I got to say about 2020 is that despite how difficult it has been, despite how rough, how emotional, how sad, because like you mentioned before, this month alone, it has seen a lot of, I've had um, friends, I've had, uh, family members of friends be lost because of COVID or COVID related uh, illnesses. And it's just so crazy. It seems like every day, every day, and it can be so depressing, but at the end of the day, I'm so appreciative for the opportunities that were presented and the opportunities that are still going to be presented in the future. And, you know, I gotta, I gotta give thanks despite how difficult it's been, despite how emotional it's been. The fact that, we were able to overcome, um, we're able to persevere, we're able to see another day, especially with our loved ones who are still here and who continue to uplift us. It's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. You know, um, they always say there's a silver lining and, you know, that's so cliche and whatnot, but I'd rather focus on a positive than allow myself to sink and dwell on the negatives. You feel? No, I feel you. The negative is always going to be there. Uh, scientific fact it takes three seconds for a negative memory to imprint on your brain and it takes 14 seconds for a positive memory to imprint i'd rather slow down and take the extra time for the 14 seconds than constantly dwell on that three um so that's wild that's really crazy right how the brain works in that way um so yeah man I, i bro 2021 excited for it here we are wrapping up the epilogues of volume one 
Um, and I, I like what you mentioned about us holding space for uh, different, a variety of individuals that we, we, we've allowed on here. And it's only fitting as we're, do, we're doing our countdown. Here's episode number one and uh, our favorite episode of the year. I'll just start off by saying this. When we had this guest on, as our final guest of the year, when we had him on, uh, I think it was, what, 10 or 15 minutes into the, the episode, um, you texted me. It was like, dog, this is already my favorite interview. Of the year. It's already my favorite episode. Period. Absolutely, yeah. It was like we was like what 10, 15 minutes in, and all we were we were in the the very beginning, and you were like, "Listen, this is all this is already the one. This is the one." Um, if you don't know, it is uh, episode we we recorded last our last, like I said, interview of the year um, with a uh, behavioral therapist. Cedric Dale Horde. Now, Cedric is not just a behavioral therapist, uh, but he is also um, a spoken word artist. And that's how I actually met Cedric, um, was we were both at a uh, rather large spoken word event. But we met, and the first thing I asked him was, you know, what do you do? And he, he explained it to me and said, how'd you even get into that? Because that's not a space that you tend to find uh, people of color in. That's not a space that you tend, especially black men, and you're not going to hear black men talking about their emotions. You're not going to hear black men talking about um, the, talking about uh, their mental health. It's 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 cliche in the black community. So to hear uh, someone in that space uh, creating that space, it was a beautiful thing. So followed Cedric. We stayed in contact and. Uh, Man, we brought him on. Free therapy was this, was what we got, and it was definitely the name of the episode as well. If you look, if you want to look up what it is, the episode is titled "Free Therapy," and that's that is what said gave us. I mean, we had our list of questions lined out. We always have an outline and list of questions before we go into any episode. And just when I thought, okay, we're I, th- I think we're good, Abe would jump in with another question. Hey, man, hey, I gotta ask you this. I gotta ask you this, and we can wrap up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Abe couldn't help himself. He was getting all. He was getting his money's worth, his free ninety nines worth with that free therapy. Oh yeah, you know it's just what he was able to share about you know mental health, um, and the church, which is super important because he's a man of faith as well. So it it allowed for a unique perspective because when we talk about mental health, we talk about it from a very worldly secular view, you know. And there's that stigma, uh, one that is honestly that has been broken a lot this year just based off what i've seen on social media and people who have begun to seek their own therapy and whatnot is that this stigma about uh therapy was you will be prescribed you know depression pills uh, stuff like that and then that was supposed to help take it away it wasn't really about the focus of trying to understand a person and how we can help you not prescribe you medicine but just to help you through your situation and a lot of stigmas were were addressed. A lot of myths were addressed on this episode and broken. For example, you know, Cedric mentioned that you don't need therapy. You don't need to seek therapy just because of traumatic experience. You don't need to have trauma to go through therapy. Like therapy is for anybody who wants it. If you just, even for minor decisions that are occurring in your life, if you need therapy, seek it out. You know, because we always view therapy as like, hey, this is only when things are really, really bad for you. Like, my, my guy, you've been through some stuff. You've been through the ringer. All right, go seek therapy. It's like, no, it's, it's open to anybody, you know? And then addressing the stigmas of mental health in the church, mental health in the black community, 
mental health amongst the youth. It was just so much knowledgeable uh, topics that we were able to touch upon. And honestly, I was ready for it to go another hour or two. I had no problems. <laughs> you know, I was willing to keep Oh, it. we for sure could have done it. We for sure could have run that. Um, I, yeah, he he dispelled a lot of uh, a lot of stigmas and myths around mental the 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 realm of mental health. Um, he dropped some jewels uh, that I really appreciated, and these are things if you follow him on on uh, on Instagram, if, if you don't know, it's at Cedric Dale Horde. Okay, that's go ahead and give that man a follow, please do. But if you follow him, it's it's authentically him. That is exactly who he is um, on his social media platforms. Uh, that is exactly um, who he is in real life as well. He's he's he is authentic as they come, transparent about where he's at. I, I mean, listen, I it, it reminded me that I needed to go ahead and get some therapy. Something I've been putting off for the past at least couple of years, uh, knowing that I needed it, and so I went ahead. Made that make sense. Um, so shout out to said, and he, um, I think the jewel that he dropped that I was like, oh bro, you 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 just want to mess everybody's lives up right now. He said this statement. He said, "Your trauma explains you, yet it doesn't excuse you." Listen, Yo, he said that. that he that said that mug. I, I thought Abe was gonna jump through the screen and smack him. Yo, <laughs> Wait, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh no, nah, no. Nah. I, I think I texted you again. I was like, that that that's a jump. That's a jump yeah. right there. That, that yeah. was a gem. Oh, man. It explains you, but it doesn't excuse you. And if you want to know what that means, go ahead and listen to the episode, Free Therapy. Uh, one of the other reasons we brought set on, and it, it is kind of something that's underlying with any uh, with any guests we bring on, is is they have some sort of attachment to, to, to sports. Um, said lives in Milwaukee. In the Milwaukee area, so he's automatically a Bucks fan. And one thing that he said that was interesting that I appreciated for all the 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 jabs I I, I take at the Bucks, uh, especially come playoff time. I'm always texting said back and forth and 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 getting under you know messing with him about the Bucks. But he said something that I thought was it was a perspective we needed to hear uh, because one thing I, I think we can do, especially us who are fans of of sport, is we tend to to localize things and contextualize the the game, whatever sport it is, to ourselves. So those of us who live in, for example, we live in Southern California, I'll contextualize uh, at times uh, the sport of basketball to the Lakers, and that's 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 my frame of reference. I, I've I've watched the Lakers win what is it six titles now in the past twenty years? Yeah, six titles in the past twenty years, wild. However, you don't think about the way sports looks like in other parts of the country or even other parts of the world. So Sed mentioned this to us when we were talking about uh, the Bucks and their playoff run at the time and, and all of that. He said, you know, the Bucks have helped bring a lot of joy to the city of Milwaukee. I didn't think about it like that because what we, what we were seeing on the news at the time was things surrounding the, uh, the situation with Jacob Blake, uh, the the interaction and, and relationship between uh, the black community and law enforcement in that city. So to hear from him to say, listen, in, in the times that we're in right now, the Bucks are bringing a lot of joy to our city and it's bringing a lot of unity. Like I thought that was great to hear. And uh, it was a reminder that uh, even in the year that 2020 was, uh, 
for all of the, the things that took place, uh, for all the things we may see on the news. It's a beautiful thing to see that sports were the sports coming back was not a distraction, but instead was a, a, a moment of inspiration for those who were paying attention. So shout out to said, uh, shout out to the books, uh, shout out to said, uh, he actually dropped uh, last week, a brand new poem, uh, where he cites all 30 NBA teams, um, in some way, shape or form in some bar or another. So you should definitely check it out. If you haven't, it's called NBA gospel. He, he, he went off on that joint. Okay. He went off on that joint. Um, but I will definitely say this as well. I We had been talking about getting set on, I think, for two to three months prior to that. Um, within our SSAW community, if you're not a part of that on, on Facebook, check it out. But uh, there arose a fierce and hot conversation that honestly just wasn't there. But uh, for those of you who roamed the Twitterverse, you probably saw it as well around mental health. And this came on the heels of Paul George uh, saying that after the the Clippers uh, got bounced from the playoffs, uh, that he was, I'm sorry, not bound, no, not after they got bounced from the playoffs, but after they came back to win their first round series uh, against the Mavericks, uh, Paul George saying that there was a two or three game stretch during that series that he was in a very dark place. And in the closeout game, he ended up having a really good game. So saw a lot of folks saying, listen, Paul George is lying about the whole mental health thing. He wasn't in a dark place. He's just using that as an excuse to cover up poor play because it's easy to throw out mental health and get sympathy. And as I, I know, Abe, you and I were, we were just watching the whole situation, whether it was in SSA or whether it was in the Twitterverse or whatever, watching folks go back and forth about it. And I just hit you. I was like, bro, we got to get my boy set on here. Like he, it needs to happen. Because he's going to give a perspective that folks need to hear that I guarantee you folks are not thinking about at all in the least. Uh, and it's going to be a healthy perspective that people need to hear. Because the, the conversation of mental health, especially in the Black community, is one that is uh, stigmatized. Uh, it is one that uh, you're not going to hear too many Black athletes even come out and talk about it. You'll hear a lot of white athletes come out and talk about it. And they do so and they're deemed courageous and all that, which, which you know, kudos and applause. Um, but we we don't talk enough about it in the black community. One of the most, uh, I would say, gut wrenching and heart wrenching uh, revelations I heard about mental health in the black community from a black athlete was Ben Gordon. And if you haven't had a chance to to read uh, the article he wrote for the Players Tribune, just go ahead and Google uh, Ben Gordon Players Tribune. It's it is it's a difficult read because you look at someone who at one point was an NBA six man of the year candidate, a national champion, if I remember correctly, UConn, and you see how far he spiraled uh, out because of his mental health. Um, it's 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 hard to see, hard to read, but it's it's necessary. Um, so bringing said on was definitely a gift, and uh, one thing that we've talked about is definitely make, letting it be something that is recurring uh, for us in 2021, because uh, don't just think folks that 2020 is over and we're not going to feel the reverberations or the repercussions of 2020. No, 2020 took a toll. It was traumatic. Just be honest with yourself. It was traumatic. And so uh, it, it's going to be necessary to revisit the, not revisit, but 
to have the conversations uh, and, and process and be able to, to create space for us to process what we are experiencing in a moment. That's facts. That's facts. So, um, just so many gems from that episode. And just when you look back at all the other episodes we've done so far, especially again, um, halfway through the year and on just so much information that you and I, and, and the rest of our team, we were able to learn. This was a whole learning experience for us. 2020 was a pure learning experience for us. It's not like we came thinking we had all the answers, not at all. Instead, what it was, it was an opportunity for us to learn more, to to expand our own perspective, to to take in, you know, different takes that we didn't have, you know, because we're pretty, you know, we're grown men. We're pretty set in our ways and whatnot, but the wisdom that was dropped on us week after week, episode after episode, especially from our guests, was definitely one to enjoy, one to definitely, uh, how can I say, one that, uh, something that's very, very memorable. That That's exactly what it was. And so overall, I'm entirely grateful. Oh, and, you know, before I forget to, with 2020 wrapping up, fantasy football season is also wrapped up. And I come to the the audience with big news. The Olsen Abe podcast, you know, we touted ourselves as going to win the league and whatnot. We, despite us getting a ninth pick and all of that, come on, we did not win the 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 championship. We actually lost in the first round of the playoffs. Um, we we lost to the eventual champions, Cover Zero, um, our football podcast, which you know makes sense that they, I guess it makes sense that they won. Uh, it was it was it was disappointing to say the least, especially since we were in control for the most part up until towards the end of the season when we became second place, because Cover Zero finally just hit this unprecedented surge and everything started clicker from. They had made all the right moves, and so our our inaugural champions are the Cover Zero podcast. Shout out to the crew over there; they did the thing. Um, it was rigged. It's rigged. And, you know. You know, I'm, I'm I won't indulge in any conspiracy theories. Um, I'm I'm just going to congratulate them and keep it at that. You know, I'm not going to dwell too much on it. But he said no conspiracies. Nah, seriously, shout out to them. <laughs> no, shout out to them. If if the football podcast didn't win the fantasy football league, it's jokes, straight oh, jokes. I mean, I was, the jokes would have been. Slander. Ooh, the slander was going to be so real. They were going to have to sue, sue us for libel, the amount of slander we were going to bring out. Listen. So, yeah, that was, I mean, but that was a good time. Listen, it was overall a good time. From the live draft, that was great. That was one of the best uses of Zoom that I've had in the past nine months was that live draft, okay? It took a minute, but it was good. Um, in the week-by-week week trash talk, watching folks sweating bullets, Hoping to win by 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 um, you know down a point or hoping hoping the kicker can actually make a kick, no names. Um, it was good times. That 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 was good times. Wow, Abe, twenty twenty man, volume one in the books. Hey, yeah, so volume two coming at y'all in a few weeks. 
in a few weeks. We're going to come out yeah. mid-January. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of a break to start the year. You know, don't think I just made that statement about rest like we really about to rest out here. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we're about to take a two-week Sabbath. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going to take a two-week Sabbath. But, but y'all, that's it. It's above us now. But, but y'all, y'all, go back and listen to volume one. Listen to the top 10 countdown. Listen to the epilogues and, and, and find your personal favorite episode. Hit us and let us know which one was your favorite. You know, you can hit us at osa.abepodcast. That's osa. osa.abepodcast.gmail.com. Hit us there, you know, and let us know if you want to be a guest. Oh, yeah. Seriously. If, if you, let us know if you want to be a guest. Let's dialogue. Let's talk. Um, we, we appreciate. And a huge, huge, huge. We can't say it enough. Um, thank you to all of our listeners. To every last one of you. At last check, uh, we had, was it, 3,500 streams on the year. Um, to every one of you who listened, who shared, who commented, who've tuned in when, when we record live during the week, um, who have given your, chimed in and given your two cents, like we thank you. A, a huge thank you. Um, for being a part of what we do, because we we don't just do this just to do this. We do this because uh, we're in this with y'all. You guys are are the O and A community. We have to come up with a with a name for our fans, man. But oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we, we appreciate y'all seriously. Because um, it's it's crazy. Like th- think about it, Abe. Speaking of rest, like we had a major spike in listenership when we took a break. Right. It's like oh, okay, all right, y'all. Y'all just wanted us to, to chill out for a moment, huh? That's Bro, what y'all wanted. we took that hiatus when I went up when I went on daddy leave, and, and all of a sudden I tur- I look back and I'm like, whoa, 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 where where's this always coming from? Right, and especially Sunday seems to be the day that y'all like to. Uh... So when y'all take y'all rest on y'all Sabbath, y'all do y'all Sabbath on Sundays. That's when y'all like to tune in. All right, we that's appreciate it. you. That's it. I feel you. Some some of y'all go to church and you listen to Osa and Abe. We appreciate it. Some of y'all go to church, listen to Osa Abe, and then watch. Football, hopefully you hopefully you Cowboys fans decide to listen to us and not watch the Cowboys because you know that's an L waiting to happen. Um, we appreciate y'all. Or maybe you're a fan of the Washington football team. No names. No names. But shout out to y'all as well. Um, anyhow, I can't talk. Though. I'm a Vikings fan. It's been a rough year. <laughs> anyhow, man, that's, that's that for another day. Real. I mean, I that's- can't say nothing. We... The Rams decided to. Do Y'all need to go ahead and trade for Carson Wentz, but that's another story. Um, oh, I went there. I went there. Rams can trade for Carson I'd rather, Wentz. I'd rather go for Sam Darnold. You know, I'd rather get him. Oh, uh, bring bring yeah. Sammy back home to LA. Okay. Run me Josh Rosen. Wow. <laughs> bring the Give chosen Rosen back. You bring any of those two back to LA, it'll be special. I guarantee that. Bucks. Wow. So as we close out this year, y'all, thanks, gratitude much appreciation and we look forward to 2021 seriously this isn't on some glass half full type stuff or silver lining like we really do look forward to it for the record if you really look at it the glass is always full because even that half that seems empty is actually full of air so the glass is always full of something we look forward to it and we look forward to continuing the journey on with you um like we said Hit us if you want to be a guest. Hit us if you got any feedback. Hit us if you just want to say hi. We're real people. Okay? We are real people. We love Don't y'all. Fight. So, shout out to Cedric Dale Horde. 
you made it, bro. Number one, you are our favorite episode of the year. That doesn't mean the other nine weren't. The other guests who were on those episodes said you demand. So appreciate you. If you guys want to check him out on any social media platforms, it is at Cedric Dale Horde, all one word, C-E-D-R-I-C-D-A-L-E-H-O-A-R-D. Also check out his most recent album titled Free Therapy. Dope album as well. Uh, but with that being said, y'all, that concludes volume one and the accompanying epilogues of the Osa and Abe podcast show situationship. And as is our custom, y'all know what it is. One thing, two words, get it in your brain. Omo, Nigeria.